1: Hershey! <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast. It is the Friday face-off first of the season. Sorry for the little bit loud introduction, but I do that at the beginning of every Hershey Bears hockey season. That's a good morning Vietnam reference, if you know, you know. My name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Barrett podcast, and this is is the Friday Face-Off, where we take a look at some Bears news throughout the week and give you my rundown of the AHL action coming up this weekend. Feels great to be doing one of these once again, because I was unsure whether I was going to do a Friday Face-Off again. I sort of did it last year, and it went good. It went well till around February, and then real life got in the way, and I sort of stopped uh, doing them, uh, just simply because, well, again, mostly real life got in the way and I was focusing on other things. So I'd like to keep this going again this year because, well, me and my friends are going to be doing our little uh, predictions thing this year. And, well, it sort of gives me something to do. It's another podcast episode. Content's always great. And, of course, sponsors like it as well. Anyway, so let's get right into it on the Hershey front. Now, again, for all of you who don't know what this is, the Friday face-off is in addition to the regular episodes that I do on Mondays. Episodes are still going to drop on Mondays. That's always going to happen. But another reason I'm going to do these Friday face-offs is because the Hershey Bears and the geniuses at their scheduling decided to stretch the the Bears content throughout the season. We are no longer limited to just 3 and 3s with the occasional Wednesday sprinkled in here and there. Nope. Nope. We have more weekday hockey. We have Tuesdays, Wednesdays and more Tuesdays and and yeah. So it'll give me more chances to actually do game recaps on this on this pod on this this podcast. Now, I'm not 100% sure if this is going to happen each and every week because I got some trips coming up, and uh, especially once we hit the second half of the season. So um, there might not be one due to those circumstances, but we'll deal with them once we get to them. All right? Everyone good? Everyone sober? Close enough. Let's get into it. The Bears are returning to Giant Center this Saturday to take on the Utica Comets. And we'll get to that here in a little bit. And the Bears announced this week that they are going to be doing their red carpet event. That's going to be coming back. And and it's, it's good to see that. It really is. Because, of, you know, fans really like it. They get off on a bus. They go on the red carpet. And everybody signs autographs. Shakes hands, kiss baby. Shakes hands, kiss baby. Shake baby, kiss hand. Wait a minute got that one wrong. Anyway, you know what they do. And then do they walk into the giant center? And no, they kind of walk off to the left and down the stairs to the locker room. But no no no, that that doesn't take away from from the atmosphere. And fans have really wanted this back. Um especially due to the whole, you know, the great virus and all that. This was sort of shelved. But but we're getting it back this year. It seems like the Bears are going to have more fan interaction events this year. And it's really good, again, to see these back. Oh, one other thing before we continue on with this. Um, these will be shorter than my typical Monday ones. The Mondays are the longer ones. Those will typically run about 45 minutes because we got a lot of stuff together. The Friday face-offs, they'll be shorter. More bite-sized, more fun size. Get it? fun size chocolate get it. ah let's move on so this this week though did have some news come down as four players were sent down in the final group of cuts with the Washington Capitals this week all the way back on Monday and this this friends was going to be the true test because we know at first that the first couple waiver sent downs are not going to be typically picked up. They're 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 typically not. Because everybody wants their training camp rosters. Everybody wants to um to uh to get their rosters down. The full time AHL guys are typically not going to be picked up. It's the borderline guys, it's the fringe guys, the guys that do have value. This is the ones you typically tend to worry about. So the four players that Washington put on that didn't make the cuts were Brett Leeson, Henrik Bjorkström, Lucas Johansson, and AJ. Axel Janssen fialbi I call him AJ. It's just easier. So that was your four. And they were placed on waivers Sunday. So this is where you had to hold your breath and make a wish. Because when they're out there, they can get claimed by anyone. You put them out there on the street corner, and you hope nobody... buys it in the garage sale. It's like the entire league has a garage sale and just puts stuff out on the corner and says free and you can just come up and take it and you hope nobody does. Well, we got the news Monday at around 2 o'clock that Bjorkstrom cleared. Okay, good. Lucas cleared. Okay, another defenseman. Good. Brett Leeson got claimed by the Anaheim Ducks. Okay. Okay, Um, alright, good for him. I mean, Anaheim is sort of going through a soft reload. You know, flushing the depth reload on the prospects. They're sort of going through that, so Leeson will get time there. He really will. Brett Leeson, Anaheim, Ducks uniform? Hmm, sounds interesting. But then, we all heard it. AJ got claimed by the Winnipeg Jets and I felt a great disturbance in the force as if thousands of Bears fans all cried out at once and were silenced yeah that's pretty much what happened when i made the post on monday afternoon that aj was claimed by was claimed by the winnipeg jets and um yeah it sucks it sucks, but he'll get time in Winnipeg. He will. And I saw the whole rigamaroo and rigmarole from, from Facebook. I heard all in the comments. Wah! He's my daughter's favorite. Oh no, stupid Washington. Why do we do this? My toilet won't flush. Why are we doing this? This is the nature of the beast, everyone. And lest we forget, a year ago, we went through this same thing. All right, AJ got claimed by Buffalo, stayed there for about four games, got sent down in waivers, and Washington went, yoink, and took him. So, very well the same thing could happen. If Winnipeg tries to send him down to the Moose, oh my goodness, an Axel Janssen-Fjallby-Manitoba-Moose jersey. I want 10! Oh boy. But anyway... Washington gets front-of-the-line privileges to say, hey, we put AJ out, out on the curb. You want him? And most likely Washington will go, yoink, and just take him and just go. So, there, and he will immediately go down to Washington. So, everyone, calm down. All right? So, let's just be happy for AJ. He's in Winnipeg. He'll be cold. But let him go. As a singer once said, let's just wish him the best of luck. And lest we forget this year, Hershey has an abundance of talent and depth. So losing AJ, while sucks, is not the death blow it was last year. All right? So AJ, good on you. We'll see you at Christmas, son. So that... that that meant that Henrik Bjorkstrom came down to Hershey, and so did Lucas. Lucas will slide in on that defensive depth, and we'll um, we'll see how that goes. Um, th- there is a lot there on D, and um, I think Lucas will be needed. Uh, don't be surprised if he kind of goes in and out a little bit. Henrik Bjorkstrom, I have no idea who that is, nor that much about him. So um, let's just uh, let's just go on. So, also, uh, this weekend, the Bears will be returning the rivalry of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and we will get to that in the Friday face-off as well. So, also, so that means who made it? Who qualified with the DC roster? Because there were some Bears that were fighting to get spots. And, of course, Das Vunderkin, Connor McMichael, made it. I feel like he's wasted. I feel like he is. I keep I, I, I battle people on Twitter on this, and they're they're mostly not wrong. They're like, did you really expect him to be sent down? Well, is he gonna get playing time or just sit on the bench? But then again, I've been saying this for two years or two seasons I should say, so I shouldn't waste waste my breath. Uh Alexi Protoss made it. And I think Connor McMichael was a big reason for that, as the two were teammates there in Prince Albert. So he did enough. He fits the NHL style of being a big, a big uh, sort of fast winger. And that's what this is. He made it. Joe Snively made it as well to the Washington roster as well. He made this a very difficult decision because it was down between him or AJ. And Snively, local... I think that kind of um, may have helped out a little bit. It's a great story you could sell to NBC Sports Washington and put out all on the socials. You got to think of the marketing a little bit sometimes. It's the story you can put out there. And he was able to uh, to make it. So good on him. Matt Irwin sticks around as the eighth defenseman for Washington and Trevor Van Riemsdayk. Sits around as the extra as well. All of the usual and unusual made it for DC as well. As the season got underway for them... Uh, by the, the other day, by the time this podcast drops... I'm recording this on a Thursday... Um, lost to Boston 4-2 to in their home opener. Lol. But anyway... Anyway, it's just one game. It's opening week for everyone. Hockey is back. Huzzah. And speaking of being back... It is time for the Friday face-off. But first, a word from our sponsor at YeatsOfficial.com, a sponsor of this podcast, that everyone, yes, the gray days of autumn have come come to, well, most of the country, and you still need a pair of stylish sunglasses, and that's where Yeats Official comes in. They They are stylish and do not cost you an arm and a leg at prices starting at $25. Five dollars. They are slick, they are stylish, and they look good, and they can make you look fifteen degrees cooler. Not guaranteed. So make sure you use promo code hockey on checkout to save yourself 10% on checkout. That's yeetofficial.com, sponsor of the Grit and Barrett podcast. Use promo code hockey to save yourself 10% on checkout. All right. It's time for the Friday Face-Off. This is the Friday Face-Off here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Week 1 of the American Hockey League. Week 1 of hockey in North America in general. Sure, Canadian Junior Leagues have gotten underway, but the NHL started this past week. A banner was raised there in Denver, Denver, Colorado as well. Rangers started up this past week as well. And everyone else, as we get further into this week and into the weekend... Opening night rosters will be revealed with extended openings and opening night video packages. And for the AHL, we've patiently waited, and it's our turn, and it's our time now. May the hockey gods be praised for the amount of memes that will be created over the next uh, eight months. The storylines, the fight, the fights, the, the winning, the losing, the... The rest about to move the show at dawn. Wait a minute. That's remaining. Get your gun. But you know what I mean. It is time to get this going. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's eat some hockey. We start on Friday, October 14th. And we go to Charlotte, North Carolina. As the Hartford Wolfpack start the season on the road to take on your Charlotte Checkers. And it's opening night. There at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. The Charlotte Checkers, solely your affiliate of the Florida Panthers. No longer a dual affiliation between them and Seattle. Hartford coming off of a devastating collapse last year. Losing some, some talent to the Rangers as well. And we will see how Hartford does. They are very much in the playoff mix, even with a bloated schedule. But we will see what they can do as well. Charlotte, it will be very interesting to see what they can do. Charlotte against the Hartford Wolfpack last year was 5 0 1, with Hartford going 1 4 1 against them. It's them. 7 o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. Up next, we go to Cleveland, Ohio, as the Cleveland Monsters, who will have their first ever outdoor, no, second ever outdoor game, which will take place at First NRG Stadium. They're in Cleveland, right beside the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as Wilkes-Barre Scranton will travel to take them on, but we'll deal with that at a later date. They are taking on the Syracuse Crunch who travel into Northeast Ohio to take on the Monsters. The Monsters still your affiliate of the Columbus Blue Jackets, not the powerhouse factory that it used to be, but still could be fun times out there in Cleveland today. The Syracuse Crunch affiliates of your Tampa Bay Light, Lightning. Previous season, Cleveland went 4-3-1 against the Blue Bombers, and the Crunch went 4-2-2 two and against, two, against the Cleveland Monsters. The past five seasons have seen the Crunch dominate this rivalry at 10, 2, 3, and 1. 7 o'clock start there at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Up next, we go due west, and we go to Grand Rapids, Michigan, as the Grand Rapids Griffins will take on the traveling San Diego Gulls. Wow, long wait for them. The Griffins, the affiliate of your... Detroit Red Wings and the San Diego Gulls, affiliate of the Anaheim Ducks, should be an interesting matchup as the Gulls will be traveling this time of year and a rather long travel for them to start the season. These two teams have only played each other four times in the past five seasons, with the Griffins going three and one, and the Gulls going one 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 and one. Seven o'clock start there at Van Andel Arena. Up next, we go to Canada, and we go to Belle Place as Le Rocket de Laval, host of this year's American League All-Star Game. And we're going to have it this, this year, darn it, take on their rivals down some Canadian highway in the Belleville Senators. The Rocket, the affiliates of the Canadiens and the Belleville Senators are the affiliate of the Ottawa Senators. This one will be a little bit extended as I tell everyone's affiliate. head to head last year, the Rocket did not fare well against the boys in red and black going 4-7 and 1 and Belleville going 8 and 4 against Le Rocket. The past 5 seasons have seen a bit even between these two with a slight edge Going to the Belleville Senators at 24, 18, 0, and 2. While the Rocket are 20, 18, 4, and 2. Should be very interesting between these two teams this year. And a lot of fun at Bell Place. 7 o'clock start. We go to Providence. As the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders take on the Providence Bruins. The Providence Bruins, the affiliate of your Boston Bruins. And the Bridgeport Islanders, the affiliate of... Say it with me, everyone, the New York Islanders. Uh, Bridgeport last year was a surprise team a little bit, beating this same team in the best-of-three play-in round, two games to none thanks to two overtime goals. And a bit of a sad note this year, as the Providence Bruins no longer play at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Nope. It is now Amica Mutual Pavilion, it just doesn't sound the same. I want my Dunkin' Donuts back. What? Why? Why? It'd be like taking Tim Hortons off of an arena at in in Canada somewhere. Anyway, who knows how good the Providence pipeline will be this year? As Bridgeport returning a lot of the same players from last year, these two teams were more even Stevens last year as Providence went six and six, and Bridgeport went six four and. Two. The past two five seasons have been even between these two teams. Seven o'clock, seven oh five start. They're at Emma Mutual at the Pavilion, I'm calling it. We go to Rochester, New York at the Blue Cross Arena as the Toronto Marlies take on the Rochester Americans out, out there in Rochester, New York, in Oop State, New York. The the uh Gotta gather myself here for a second. The, the Amherst are the affiliates of your Buffalo Sabres and the Marlies are the affiliate of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Last year, Toronto took this series four four to two, while the Amorks were two, three, and one against the Blue Boys across the border. The last five seasons have seen split even between these two at 8-6-1-1. 7-0 five start out there at Blue Cross Arena. Up next, we go to Iowa as the San Jose Barracuda and their delicious new uniforms travel to take on the Iowa Wild. Oh my God, the jersey matchup for this should be incredible.
0: Uh, Last year, these two teams did not play each other
1: Can I carry those for you?
0: Thanks. Hey, I saw you help the guy in the wheelchair with his groceries. Another way to show him your good side?
1: Donate at Griffles Plasma, because he also relies on plasma based medicines. Thanks again. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com. You can receive up to $800 this month. At all, in the past five seasons, have seen the Barracuda win this. 5-2-1, Five, two and one, while the wild are three, three, one and one. should be an interesting matchup. I don't know what the wild pipeline is, but they've been decent over the past few few years. So we'll, uh, we'll see what the Iowa Wild. Seven o'clock start there at Wells Fargo Arena. Up next, we go to HB HEB Center at Cedar Park against the Texas. <laughs> Stars! <laughs> Texas, Stars. Great theme song as they take, welcome the Colorado, I almost said Colorado Avalanche, the Colorado Eagles. As last year, the Colorado Eagles took the majority of this series 3 0 one and the Texas Stars were only 1-2-0-1. The past five seasons have seen the Eagles dominate this rivalry at 11-2-0-2, while the Stars are 4 8 and in this. Should be a fun game out there at Cedar Park. 7 o'clock start there in Eastern Texas. Up next, we go to Henderson, Las Vegas, baby, in the Dollar Loan Arena, as the Tucson Roadrunners go three miles due north to take on the Henderson Silver Knights. Who knows what the Knights farm system will be with all the assets they've traded away. And the Roadrunners, eh, we'll see. With all the things going on there... Um, in a- in Arizona, or should I say, Arizona State University? <laughs> Last season, saw the Henderson Silver Knights five and three in this series, as the Roadrunners were three three two and oh not there can't be really a five seasons between these two, as the Silver Knights were only two years in existence. But the Silver Knights are nine and five in this in this rivalry, I guess, as the Roadrunners are five six and three. 7 o'clock start out there at Dollar Loan Center. And lastly, on a Friday, we go to Toyota Arena there in Ontario, California, as the Ontario Rain take on the Abbots Floyd Canucks. The Rain are the affiliate of your Los Angeles Kings, and the Abbots Floyd Canucks are the new, well, not new, but the affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks. Both the Canucks. Pretty much took a lot of this rivalry last year at 5-1-2 as the rain went 3-3-0-2 against the boys in blue in Western Canada. 7 o'clock start out there in Ontario. Busy Friday leads to a busy Saturday. We'll get to picks at the end of all this. It'll be easier. We go back to Cleveland for the rematch. Of the Syracuse Crunch and the Cleveland Monsters. 3 o'clock start out there in Cleveland. They need to get done to make room for the Cavaliers. 3 o'clock start out there in Northeast Ohio. Up next, we go due north. And we go to the Great White North in Manitoba. As the Moose welcome the Rockford Ice Hogs. The Manitoba Moose are the affiliates of your Winnipeg Jets. And the Rockford Ice Hogs are the affiliate of the... (laughs) Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, hey, everyone, everyone, who's going to have more, more wins this year, Rockford or Chicago? Leave your predictions down in the comments. Uh, last season saw Rockford take a good amount of the series, going 5-3 and three against the Moose, as the Moose were 3-5, and five, so with straight-up win losses between these two. Uh, sort of even between these two, as the Ice Hogs are 10-7, 1-2, and the moose are 10, 9, 0, and one against the Rockford Ice Hogs. Two o'clock start out there at Canadian Life Centre should be a good time. Up next, we go to Toronto as we get as we get the uh, home and home rematch between the Rochester Americans and the Toronto Marlies. Opening night for the uh, the baby Leafs. Are they the baby Leafs? What do we call them? The the the, the mini Maple Leafs. The minor Maple Leafs? What do we call them? Leave a suggestion in the comments below. The Amhersts will travel to the the Marlies. 4 o'clock start out there. Coca-Cola Coliseum. Darn you, corporate branding! Up next, we go back to Bojangles as the Hartford Wolfpack will get the rematch against the Charlotte Checkers. 6 o'clock start out there in Charlotte. Should be fun times. We go back... To Henderson, Nevada. As for that rematch between the Tucson Roadrunners and the Henderson Silver Knights. Three o'clock start out there in Henderson, Nevada. Should be fun. Play at three. And then go to to the Golden Knights. But it's a 90-minute drive. How's that going to happen? Anyway, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Up next, we... Go to Northeast PA to coal territory. This team grew up coal miners' daughters. Rest in peace, Loretta Lynn. As the as the um what is this four seventy six rivalry? What is this four seventy six? Something like that, rivalry between the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Baby Penguins. I don't know. Uh, the Phantoms are the affiliate of your Philadelphia Flyers, and the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins, are, of course, are the affiliate, say it with me now, of the of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Last season saw a bit of a split between these two, both teams going 6-5-0, and, well, Lehigh had the one overtime win, and Wilkes-Barre had the one shootout win. Uh, over the past five seasons, it's been fairly even between these two, as Lehigh has gone 20 14-7-1, while Wilkes-Barre is 22-15-3-2 in this rivalry. Should be interesting. 6 5 start out there in the arena of the shadow of a mountain. Fun times in Northeast PA. Uh, say hi to Michael Scott while you're out there. Up next, we go to the rematch out there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as the San Diego Gulls will get their rematch against the Grand Rapids Griffins. 7 o'clock start out there in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Then we go to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yes! As the home opener between the Hershey Bears, welcome the Utica Comets to town. The Hershey Bears, the affiliate of your Washington Capitals. And the Utica Comets are the affiliate of your New Jersey Devils. Both teams went one and one against each other last year. Last year and the past five seasons have seen eh, a little even as uh, the Comets are 3-2-1 and one against the Bears. And the Bears are 3-1-1-1 one, one, one against the Utica Comets. That's against, uh, I think, this version of the Comets as well. Should be interesting to see how the Comets are as Ball and Sutherland are, are in New Jersey. As the Devils start to take some of the prospects from them. We'll see if Akira Schmid can have a bounce back season this year. Seven o'clock start out there in Hershey. Up next, we go back to Iowa for the rematch between the San Jose Barracuda and the Iowa Wild. Six o'clock start out there at Wells Fargo Arena. We go to Belleville, Ontario, Canada at the CAA Center as the Belleville Centers take on Le Rocket de Laval. In the rematch between these two teams, Friday in Laval, Saturday in Belleville, seven o five start out there at the CAA Arena. Up next, we go to your current, reigning, and defending Eastern Conference champions in the Springfield Thunderbolts, affiliates of your. St. Louis Blues as they welcome the Bridgeport Islanders to town. Last season, Springfield just took Bridgeport to town. Going 9-1-2 in the season series. And Bridgeport was only Mm -mm 3-7-1-1. The last five seasons between these two have seen Bridgeport go about 500 against Springfield at 15-15-2-1. While Springfield is 18-11-3-1. They're probably going to put a banner Up there in Springfield. So we'll get there early. 7.05 start out there in Springfield, Massachusetts. Up next, we go to Chicago for your current reigning and defending Calder Cup champions in the Chicago Wolves. The Carolina Hurricanes enjoying back-to-back Calder Cup champions with two different affiliates. Has not been done since the 1990s. Good on them, but they lost a lot of their... Of their talent. This is what happens in the American Hockey League. The Wolves dominated the season series. Much like a lot of the league last year. Going 9-4-0-1 against the... Oops. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. The Wolves are taking on the Milwaukee Admirals. The Admirals are the affiliates of your Nashville Predators. Chicago went 9-4-0-1 against against the Blue Admirals. And the Admirals went 5-8-1 against them. Mm-mm. Uh... The last five seasons have seen 17, 14, 5-1 from Milwaukee, 20, 13, 0, and 4. That's a bit skewed because of last year's dominance. 7 o'clock start out there at Allstate Arena, AEW's favorite arena. Up next, scrolling down on my phone here, we go to Cedar Park, Texas for the rematch between the Colorado Eagles. And the Texas Stars, 7 o'clock start there in eastern Texas. And then we go to Bakersfield, California, as the abbots Canucks will take on the Bakersfield Condors. The Bakersfield Condors, the affiliates of your Edmonton Oilers. No, Connor McDavid never played there. Uh, last year, saw these teams go four. Saw these teams play each other eight times. And uh, kind of split between these two, as Bakersfield went a even four and four, while the Abbotsford Canucks went four three and one against them. As I said before, Abbotsford is the affiliate of your Vancouver Canucks. Seven o'clock start out there in Bakersfield, California, and that is it for a very busy Saturday in the American Hockey League. All right. So we go to Sunday, cruddy Sunday, and we go to the Scorchabank Saddledome for two of the newest teams in the league as your Coachella Valley Firebirds. (laughs) I got to get used to saying that. The Coachella Valley Firebirds take on the Calgary Wranglers. Oh my God, this screams minor league. Oh my God. At Scorchabank Saddledome. No longer the Stockton Heat. Calgary moved their little brothers into the into the condo with Big Brother. The Calgary <clears throat> Wranglers. <laughs> I gotta get used to this. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, th- this is new and weird. I'm sorry. I gotta get used to this. The Calgary Wranglers are the affiliates of York Calgary Flames and the Coachella Valley Firebirds are the affiliates of your Seattle Kraken. Two fire-based elements going at it. Giddy up. One o'clock start there at Scorchabank Saddledome. Up next, we go to Hershey, Pennsylvania as the 78 rivalry continues as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms travel to take on the Hershey Bears. Last season, Lehigh went... eight... 4-2 Four and two against the Bears, and the Bears went six and eight against the Phantoms last year. I will not overreact. I will remain calm. The last five seasons have seen Lehigh go five hundred against against the Bears, a twenty-two. 22- 23-2, while the Bears have gone 25-17, 7 4-1 against the Phantoms. 3 o'clock start there in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We go to the Great White North to Winnipeg, to Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, as the Rockford Icehawks will get the rematch against the Manitoba Moose. 2 o'clock start there at Canada Life Centre. We go... To Springfield, Massachusetts, as the Providence Bruins will take on the Springfield Thunderbirds. First matchup between these two last year, Providence went five hundred against these Thunderboys at five five one and one, and Springfield went seven and five against the. The Baby Bruins. The past five years have seen Providence go 20-13, 4 and 1, while Springfield's been a bit 500 against them at 18 17 2 and 1. Should be a fun matchup there in Springfield. 305 start at the arena beside a casino. And lastly, we go to Ontario, California, as the Bakersfield Condors go to take on their rival. In the Ontario rain. Last season saw the Condors go 3 3 1 1 against Ontario, while the rain held the edge in the rivalry at 5 2 1 0. The past five seasons have seen the Condors hold the edge at 20 11, 3 and 3 4, and the Ontario Rain go 18, 16, and 4 against the Condors. Five o'clock start there at Toyota Arena. And that is it with the exception of two Monday games as the Utica Comets will have their opener on a Monday Ew, as they will welcome the Wilkes-Barre Scranton baby penguins to town. I'm, I'm doing this because it's Utica's open and it only be fair. Uh, the two teams split the bill last year as the Wilkes-Barre Scranton penguins went 1-0-1 against Utica and Utica went one and one against Wilkes-Barre. The past five seasons have seen Wilkes-Barre go 2-1, 2-1, and Utica holding an edge against them at 4-2. and 7 o'clock start there at the ABC, the Adirondack Bank Center. The only other game on Monday is the rematch between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the Calgary Wranglers. So, that's pretty much it for a very busy weekend. In the American Hockey League lots and loads of games and uh, let me just uh, pull something up here going to the picks all right got it so um, typically I have more of this mapped out but since this is being recorded on a Thursday I'm not gonna do my wild card picks I'm not I just don't have them written down as of yet so of course we always we always pick Hershey. Hershey versus Utica. This will be really interesting as Utica does not have uh, Zutterlin or Ball that I know of. If I read uh, the Devils press release correctly, I think the Bears are loaded. This will be fun. Give me Hershey on opening night. Um, we go back to Friday in Belleville versus Laval. Uh, the Canadians are really going to be loading the pipeline and Belleville. I'm just not sure about. It's early in the season. Tryman needs time. Give me Laval. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me just do something here. Uh, Talk amongst yourselves there for a second. Just writing down the picks, everyone. Just writing everything down. Don't worry about it. All right. Let's keep this going. Uh, Saturday, I already spoke about the Bears. The Saturday mandatory is Lehigh versus wilkes Danny, why do you do this to me? Oh, <sighs> Lehigh Valley versus Wilkes-Barre. Oh, brother. These two, these two teams aren't going to be that great. Why do I have to pick this? In the words of Steve Zabin, I would not bet this game with Arch Leicester's money and a gun to my head. I would not. So I'm going to take a rubber glove. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put the gloves on. I am going to mask up for this. And I'm, I'm even going to put the respirators on. <sighs> We're going to go Darth Vader on this. <sighs> And I'm just going to close my eyes, and I'm going to take wilkes on emotion alone. I don't like it. I don't like this game, and I really don't like this game. I'm going to take wilkes and ugh, let's just move on. On the Sunday, Lehigh versus Hershey. Lehigh, a little bit of a travel. Hershey staying at home. I'm going to take Hershey and hope to double up on the weekend will be surprised if Lehigh takes us. But we'll keep that between you and me. Uh, the other mandatory pick is <laughs> Coachella Valley and Calgary. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Calgary. I'm just gonna flip a coin. Coachella Valley, it is. Coachella Valley, it is. I don't my season team is Providence this year. I don't have them yet, but. I think I might take them... I'll have to probably take them on Saturday. Take them. Let's just do something real quick here. Everyone stay with me. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Sorry, this is running a little long. We had to run this a little bit long side, a lot of team introductions myself to take care of. Only a few more minutes. Stick with me, everyone. All right, let's go to Friday. Providence at home on Friday. And... They only have Friday and Saturday. I'm gonna take Providence on a Friday. Providence at home on Friday because that Sunday in Springfield, nah. That that screams. That absolutely screams trap. Let's just go for uh, the wild cards while I got them while I'm here. Do you guys mind? No. All right. So uh, my wild card. Uh, let's. I think I'll go with uh, Charlotte. Because why not? Because why not? Charlotte, wait a minute. No, no, no. Hartford early in the season. No. No, 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 no. Hartford always plays good early in the season due to uh, goaltending. And uh, let's see here. Do I just take Toronto? Do I just take them? Or where do I? God, this is tough. So why don't I go opposite? It's Hartford. But it's Charlotte at home. Nope, going with my first pick. I talk myself back into it. Charlotte at home. Let's go to Sunday. The stupid app decides to load up. That's the one thing with the AHL app. It really is. Uh, let's. You know what? I'm going with an old buddy. An old standby. Give me the moose. 2 o'clock there on Sunday. Those games have always been good to me. And I'm not going to stop now. Give me the moose. On a Sun Saturday. And on Sunday... Uh, Not that much to choose from. Uh, Bakersfield in Ontario. Let's go with that. That sounds half decent. And um, give me Ontario, just based on statistics as well. So those are my picks for the weekend. And a little long in the tooth for the Friday face-off, but hey, this is the content that you get. Thank you for joining me, everyone. It is the first full weekend of hockey. Get out there and enjoy it, because there's plenty more where this came from. I'm Richard Blosser. This is the Friday face-off, and I'll see you at Giant Center tomorrow. Go Bears!
0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.
1: Oh, sit here. Thank you. Hey, I saw you give up your seat for the woman with the oxygen tank. Another way to show her your good side? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because she also relies on plasma-based medicines. Next stop, Find a center at griffelsplasma.com. You can receive up to $800 this month.